thanksgiving and praise if you're joining us by way of the internet we just want you to feel part of the service amen it's up to you to create that atmosphere and i believe god will reach out friend wherever you are and touch you amen amen let's uh let's sing that song he's everything to me change gears here just a little bit he's everything he's everything to me he's everything everything to me he's my father my mother my sister and my brother he's everything to me oh he's everything he's everything to me he's everything he's everything to me he's my father my mother my sister and my brother, he's everything to me. One more time. Oh, he's everything, everything to me. He's everything, he's everything to me. He's my father, my mother, my sister and my brother. He's never failed me yet he's never failed me yet Jesus Christ never failed me yet and Lord go oh, I want the world to know Jesus Christ never failed me yet he never failed me yet never failed me yet Jesus Christ has never failed me yet. And everywhere I go, I want the world to know Jesus Christ never failed me yet. He's never failed me yet. He's never failed me yet. Jesus Christ has never failed me yet. Everywhere I go, I want the world to know Jesus Christ never failed me yet. Oh, He has made me glad, yes, He has made me glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. He has made me glad, oh, He has made me glad. I will rejoice, for He has made me glad. I will enter His gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I'll enter His courts with praise. Oh, I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, for He has made me glad. Oh, He has made me made me glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. 
service, maybe key of G, Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Oh, glow, magnify the Lord with me, for he is worthy to be praised. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, for he is worthy to be Hosanna, blessed be the rock, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna, blessed be the rock, blessed be the rock of my salvation. All right, we're going to bring it up. His name, there we go. <laughs> lives and reigns forevermore. Y'all better watch out now. Oh, glory, glory to His name. He 
lives and reigns forevermore. Come on now. Hosanna, blessed be the rock, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna, blessed be the rock, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Jehovah Jireh is his name, for he provided all my need. Jehovah Jireh is his name. For he provided all my need. Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Oh, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on now, sing it. For He is worthy to be praised. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. For He is worthy to be praised. Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock. Oh, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Amen. Can we give him some praise? Hallelujah. Amen. My Jesus is worthy of that praise. Hallelujah. God bless you, saints. I'm so happy to be with you again this Wednesday evening for our midweek service, trusting that you are all doing fine in your different homes. Uh, shall we open with a word of prayer? Our, dear, our Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord Jesus Christ, this evening, thanking you, Father, for the opportunity that we have, Lord God, of seeing another day and being able to come again and gather under your word. Lord Jesus Christ, we look up to you, Father, this evening, thanking you, Father, for just being able to identify ourselves with you, being called the children of God. Father, we come once again, Lord, oh, Jesus Christ, with different needs and different situations. We just all commit them into your, into your hands, Lord, knowing that, Father, there is nothing new that you are going to do today, for you already paid the price on Calvary. I pray that you help us, Lord Jesus, that our faith may increase to live to the full benefit of what you give us on Calvary. We commit, Father, this service into your hands. Bless your children in different parts of the world, in, in different walks of life, in different homes, wherever they are. I pray that you will be with them, Lord. May you put me aside and, Lord Jesus Christ, just minister to your people. We ask it in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you once again. Uh, so happy and privileged to be uh, fellowshipping around the Word of God tonight. And I trust that uh, it is your, your joy to be tuning in and to hearing the Word. I don't have um, announcements, uh, new announcements, except those ones that were given on Sunday, the prayer request. We trust that we just uh, pray uh, for the different folks. We have got different needs. And um, we also want to pray. Uh, I thank the Lord for uh, giving us a wonderful service on Sunday. I was certainly blessed uh, by our precious brother, uh, Matt Watkins. And um, uh, Brother Barry is still away with his family. We pray that God will continue to give him a wonderful time of rest. Uh, it's good for, for a Christian to rest. And um, the prophet teaches us that Many times uh, we have lost ministers because they don't have enough time to rest. So we just want him to uh, rest and recuperate and uh, come back stronger. Praise the Lord. 
So um, today we are going to talk about a small subject. Uh, we call this the prophetic class. It's a Wednesday evening service, so it's not going to be long, just a very small subject on the prophetic class that we want to touch tonight. And um, uh, just a quick announcement. Um, we are working on the Shona translations. I got in touch with um, some pastors in Zimbabwe who want to uh, do some Shona translations and eventually be able to print the Shona spoken word books and ship them over there. So stay tuned for that. I think uh, Brother Barry will announce more details as we go. So I want to talk about the prophetic class. Uh, let's open to Revelation chapter 3, verse 22. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 22, the Bible says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let's pray once again. Father, we thank you. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the Lamb of God that was slain to open the word. Come, Father, and open it for us and break it and feed us. We are waiting upon you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. So, um, from the scripture that we read in Revelations, it's a very familiar scripture for many of us uh, that are students of this uh, message of the hour, Bible students, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. I love the way this uh, scripture is uh, given, that, you know, the book of Revelations, it's not for everyone. The Bible here is saying, he that hath an ear, let him hear, let him understand, let him discern, let him perceive let him take cognizance, whichever way you want to put it across. But there is a clear distinction here that there are some who are supposed to hear, and then there are some who are not supposed to hear, because the evidence of being able to see is actually acting upon something. When you have caught a revelation, the Bible says you run with it. Let him run that read of it. You know, uh, uh, you 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 leave it. You you proclaim it. It becomes a part of you. You don't catch a revelation and sit down. You catch a revelation and you say, "Come see a man." That is the evidence that you have caught a revelation. You want to tell the world about it. You want to show it. You want to express it. So so there is a prophetic class, the class that hears the prophetic word. There's a prophetic class, the class that catches the mysteries of God, the class that catches what God has done, what God is doing, and what God is going to do. It's not given to everybody. It's, it's given to a special group of people. And I believe I'm talking to uh, this special group of people tonight. And that's what, what we want to uh, dwell upon uh, this little time that we have. So it's like in, back in the day when I was in school, I don't know if you have it here, there are different classes, there are classes with special needs, and then there are classes with, you know, uh, uh, the best students in science, and there are classes, there's a class for, for, for students who are very good at, at commerce and so on, you know. Even when you go to universities, there are different classes. So even when you get to heaven, the prophet teaches us that there are various degrees of heaven. It's not going to be, we are not all going to be the same. Just like Paul says in the book of Corinthians that, you know, the stars, they have got different glory, but they are all they are terrestrial bodies. And then there are celestial bodies, which have got, you know, uh, different uh, levels of glory, but they may be in the same category. So even in heaven, we have got eunuchs, we have got kings, we have got servants, we have got the bride, we have got the bride attendants, the 144,000. So there is a class and God and the prophet teaches us that God is not a mixer. God separates. He separates on the basis of his word, on, on revelation. That's how he separates. Praise be to God. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. The Bible says, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and unto our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. 
So here, Moses is telling us that the, the secret things, they belong unto, unto our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and unto our children forever. That's uh, Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. So it's not a light thing that we are able to read the Bible and the spoken word and be able to understand the uh, uh, water baptism, being able to understand uh, uh, all these different uh, mysteries. Not intellectual understanding, because intellectual faith will take you to a certain point. And that point is when someone who is more intellectual comes, they will take that away from you. Like what we have in these last days, we have got uh, intellectual giants coming. In the Old Testament, in the old days, in natural, in the natural church, there are natural giants. There is Goliath. There is all these uh, natural giants. We read even in the book of Genesis, talks about Nephilims, you know, men of renown that, you know, God saw and he destroyed the whole world in the days of Noah, in the antediluvian destruction. But now the prophet tells us that it's not natural giants, but it's intellectual giants. People want to reason. People want to debate the Bible, debate the spoken word, debate. They want to debate everything. You know, it's intellectual giants. So nothing has changed pretty much. Before you possess the land, you have to drive out the giants. So it's, it's not just, you know, something that is, uh, plain for everyone to see. It's a mystery. It's it's something to, to, to an intellectual mind, to a natural mind, some of the things may not make sense. But to a Jew, a spiritual Jew, it, it's everything. It's the promise that God has given us. So God has got secret things that he has. He doesn't have to explain it to everyone. But unto us, God explains because we are part of him and we are uh, uh, it, at one point, Jesus said, I, my, I call you friends. You know, when, when you have got friends, you, you, you are very, you know, you tell your friend what is happening. You tell your friend if you've got a little secret, sometimes you, you share with your friend and you share with your wife. So this is where God has placed us. When God gives us a prophet, that's what it means. And that's what we have received. And Malachi chapter 4, the Bible says, Behold, I send you Elijah, the prophet." before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. He said, I send unto you, me and you, we were sent a prophet, not everybody else, you and me, because we are in this prophetic class. We were born for this hour that we are living in. When the world sees what is happening, we see it through the eyes, through the lens of the prophetic. Like right now, you know, the events that are happening, we see the violence that is happening in Jerusalem. We see rockets being fired from Gaza to Jerusalem. And people, you know, they put on these hashtags and all these things. But we know exactly what is going, what is going on. Every time Israel is to go into a war. And every time Israel goes into a war, they gain a territory. They gain, you know, whether it's East Jerusalem, whether it's West Bank, whether it's the Golan Heights or it's Gaza. Every time Israel goes into a war, it you know it increases its territory. But and we know that they have to capture Jerusalem, they have to uh, build the temple, they have to, and all these things. We, we we see them through the eye of the prophetic. But the natural man, the denominational man, does not understand these things, and they walk in darkness. And the Bible says, "If the blind lead the blind, won't they all fall into a ditch?" And because we are born into a prophetic class, there is an expectation that God expects from us. There is, there, is a, there is a conduct that goes with it. There is a life that goes with it. It's like if you are a child, the Paul says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I reasoned as a child, but now I'm grown up, I've put childish things away. So when, when, when you are in this prophetic class, it's like the Jews. They are some of the most is the smartest, the smartest people that you can find on, on the earth, naturally the Jews. Because you see, they are the leader of the natural world. And we are the spiritual Jews. We also lead in the spiritual. In terms of, you know, uh, being uh, wise, in terms of, you know, being just wise, 
God made them thus. You go to South Africa, you find the richest man there is a Jew. You come to America, all the big billionaires, they're Jews. Everywhere you go, either you go to Kenya, Zimbabwe, because the Bible says you shall be the head and not the tail. God made them thus. And a lot of them, they were killed by Hitler and Achman because they were Jews. And they did not renounce they said, because we are Jews, this is what we do. This is our tradition. They, I, they knew who they were, and they stuck to who they were. Hallelujah. And so is it with us in the spiritual. We are the spiritual Israel. We are the bride of Jesus Christ. We are not like the ordinary person who is walking in the street. We are not like the next denominational guy. We are not. There is a very big difference between Abraham and Lot. Abraham was in the prophetic class, and Lot was just a natural man. That's why the angels visited Abraham. Let's read a, 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 a quotation here. The prophet says in Revelation, in, in the Revelation of Jesus Christ, the prophet says, and the book of Revelation has more symbols in it than, than all the rest of the book of the books in the Bible. It has more symbols because it is a book of prophecy. Hallelujah. It's a prophetic book, therefore it has to be understood by a prophetic class. This book is not meant for everybody. It, there is nobody can understand it hardly. This book is meant for a certain class of people. So when God put together the book of Revelation, he knew that there was going to be a messenger that would come and reveal the mysteries. And that there would be people who would understand because the Bible says in the book of Daniel that the wise shall understand. The wise shall understand. The prophetic class shall understand. The wise men in the last days shall understand. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. So the foolish, to the foolish, to the carnal believer, to the, to the backslider, they may not know why we do some certain things, why we dress in a certain way, why we don't listen to certain things, why... It's because some of them, they are not meant to understand. They were not meant to receive. They were not meant to perceive. But we were given that stewardship. We were given the stewardship of understanding the mysteries of God. And Paul says we hold this treasure in earthly vessels. Hallelujah. We are perplexed. We are, we are cast down, but we are not destroyed. We, 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 we fill up, Paul says, I fill up in my flesh what is lacking concerning to Christ. And he says, from henceforth, let no man trouble me, because I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's where we are as the bride of Jesus Christ. We are high, high up there. We are a different class. Praise be to God. So I put up a slide here of um, the Harvard University. You know, it's a prestigious university and uh, everyone wants to go to Harvard. Not everyone, but a lot of people want to go to Harvard. But the acceptance rate is, uh, is very, very small. It's very, very low. I mean, like you can go to just a, a regular university, but if you want to go to Harvard, it takes a lot. Because at Harvard, they are looking for a certain class of people. They've got a certain a standard that they want at Harvard. Hallelujah. So if it is like that in the natural way, you know, if you go to Harvard, uh, or what they call the Ivy League schools, you people in the U.S., you probably know better than me. You know, there's people respect you in the society. They saw, they say, oh, this, this governor went to Harvard. Oh, this senator went to Harvard. Because they know that there is uh, people who are associated with this class, with this school, there's something about them. So that's how it is in the spiritual. There are people who are, you know, the bride is not 10%. Uh, the bride is, it's, it's, the, 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 it's smaller than, you know, the acceptance rate at Harvard. So consider yourself as someone who is, you know, maybe a, a thousand times higher than someone who has been accepted into Harvard. When you understand the message, when you receive the message, it's, uh, it's, it's the grace of God. Praise be to God. You, you talk to someone uh, about water baptism, they don't understand. But yet to you, it's clear. It's right there in your face. It's clear because you are in the prophetic class, but they may not be in the prophetic class. If you talk to uh, somebody about uh, 
place where you talk to Brother Jeremy about accounting, about streaming, I mean, about computers and streaming, to him, it's, it's, it comes naturally because, you know, he, he is born for that. That's his gift. But if, if, you, if you talk to me about that, I may not even know a thing. I, I can't even, you know, uh, know a lot about that. But because he is born for that and that's what he was called to do, it comes naturally to him. Hebrews, a uh, question and answers on Hebrews 57. The prophet says, Blessed art thou, Simon, by Jonas, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Watch. Not no more through the letter, not no more through the school. You never learned it in a seminary, neither did somebody tell you. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father, which is in heaven, has revealed this to you. And upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. There you are. That's the church of the living God. So Jesus is saying, I'm going to build my church. I'm going to enroll people into my class. And this class, the enrollment of this class, you are not enrolled, you know, by a seminary. You, are not, you don't come through, you know, the flesh. It's by divine revelation. You know, it's to know that this man is in my past is by divine revelation. To know that this is supposed to, this is my wife, it's by divine revelation. To know it's, it's you walk by revelation. Because remember, every revival produces twins. There is Cain and Abel. There is uh, 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 Jacob and Esau. There is Judas and Jesus Christ. So even the, 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 the William Branham revival has got twins. There are some who follow the message by revelation, and then there are some who follow the message by the carnal flesh. And what happens is the natural will usually fall away and persecute the spiritual. Hallelujah. But you, the children of God, you, my brother, my sister, that are listening tonight, you are of those that received by revelation. No one can, you know, explain it to you. No one can try to debate to you. No one, even, no one can try to prove to you to say, oh, Brother Branham said this, maybe he missed that, he missed that. To you, it's by divine revelation. And if you, if you read in the Bible, if you convert people to Christ, there will be germs in your crown. How many know that? When, you, when, when people that you witness to, there will be germs in your crown. So, so every believer is associated with a certain crown. These things are predestinated. And remember, when, when, the, when the mother of, of, Zebedee, of, of, of James and John, the, the wife of Zebedee, came to Jesus, and he said, I want my, my son want to sit on the left and want to sit on the right. He said, I cannot do that because these places are ordained by my father. Hallelujah. So God knows how many people will be saved through the ministry of, of Moses and Elijah. He knows 144,000. And he, might, he did not tell us, but he knows the people that will go in through the message of William Branham. He knew the people that will be saved through the ministry of Martin Luther. He knew the people that will be saved through the, 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 the ministry of John Wesley. That's why the prophet says, when the last one comes, so there is a number. Hallelujah. So he, God may not tell us all the time, but he has a number. And those people, they cannot be plucked from his hand. Remember, he has got the seven stars in his hand. But each star, they are, they are, they are also you know, the children who are associated with that star. If, 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 if you were meant to be a believer at, at Hickory Bible Tabernacle, Somehow, even if it means that you had to move from New York or from because you were connected to Brother Barry's crown. I'm just giving an example. So, so I mean, there's no, no doubt there are so many wonderful churches out there, but there was something in you that, that was saying, you know what, I, I want to go to Hickory Bible Church, the Bible Tabernacle, because you were connected to that, to that ministry by foreordination. So believing the message it's not just a casual thing where you where you compare scriptures in the Bible. You know, you could have tried uh, this church, you could have tried to that church, but when you read the message, somehow it made sense because you were ordained to believe that. 
There is no one that can believe Moses and Elijah unless they are ordained to believe Moses and Elijah. There could be millions and millions of Jews in Jerusalem, but only 144,000 are ordained to believe. So you are ordained to believe this message of the hour. You are ordained to walk and to understand, and you are part of this prophetic class. Hallelujah. So the natural man, every revival is twins. The natural person, he looks at the natural things. Everything is natural. But the spiritual, he looks through the lens of the spirit. Joseph looked through the lens of the spirit. David looked through the lens of the spirit. The sons of God are led by the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost is a guide. It's not an event to say, I, I received uh, uh, the Holy Ghost at a summer youth camp or at a winter retreat. The Holy Ghost, yes, that's all right. But you have to walk with him every day. It's something, he is a person that guides you day by day. Every decision that you make, every thought, it has to be guided by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not just you know something that you tick like a bucket list to say, I got baptized, now I want the Holy Ghost, or I have the Holy Ghost. No, no, it's, 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 it's walking with God. Like the Bible says, Enoch walked with God. He pleased God. He had a testimony and he was not found. And if ever there is a time that we need to walk with God, it's this age that we are living in, where there are thousands of voices, voices of social media, voices of, of, of Hollywood, voices of this. But God still wants to walk with us. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. I remember back in the day uh, when I was in Zimbabwe. Uh, I mean, it might be surprising to some of you, but... Uh, <laughs> Things can be a little bit tough uh, down there because you know we are not as advanced as you as, as you guys are here in the U.S. So I was looking for an internship, but you know the economy was just so bad and unemployment rate was like maybe over ninety percent, and I wanted to get an internship as part of my degree program because if you don't get the internship, then you won't graduate. So you know, having received this message, being a young believer, zealous for the word, you know, just praying daily, wanting the Holy Ghost to lead you. I remember just a young boy, you know, I used to, we used to um, just find time to go out and pray. And that time I was told, I was so desperate, you know, you'd, you'd call, you talk to people and they say, I, I got my internship, some of my classmates, and I was here thinking, Lord, I'm your son, you know, I, I received this message, I'm a believer, but Somehow I just can't get the breakthrough. You know, sometimes, you know, you have to know someone or there has to be a connection. I said, Lord, you are my connection. So I went, I remember I went and I prayed just in a little mountain somewhere. And I prayed all night, just praying without ceasing, praying, 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 just alone, you know. And, um, and I remember just in the early hours of the morning, something just happened and, you know, it seems like, Lord had spoken to me that, you know, I got in that, that internship and he somehow showed me how it's going, it was going to happen. I was going to receive a call when, you know, early in the morning before I wake up. So, and I went home praising God and I was waiting for that call, waiting for that call. I remember that week. And um, one morning when I, when I woke up like 8 a.m., and I just felt like not coming out of my blankets. And I said, Lord, I remember you said that I was going to receive a call. I'm going to wait for that call. So I waited for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe one hour. And then the call came on my little phone and they said, hey, can I talk to Aaron? I want to uh, interview you. And I went there and there were many people who had come to for the interview. You know, we were going one after the other. And I was just looking at them. I was like, oh my poor brother, my poor sister, because I knew that I was going to get this job. So for, for, for some of you, this might look, you know, it might sound like it's something which is ah, not just, you know, but to me, it means a lot because things were tough down there and uh, things were pretty bad. But those little things, you know, I, I, I just remember and, you know, just kind of like it gives me assurance that there is a Holy Ghost which answers prayer. There's a Holy Ghost that is willing to lead us. 
We don't have to walk blindly like the world. We don't have to operate blindly like the world. We have to be led by the Holy Ghost. Whether it's, it's coming to marriage, we have to pray sincerely. And if, if there's anything that you know, the devil is robbing us in these last days, especially our generation, is we have lo- we've lost sincerity. Because remember, Jesus said in the parable that he gave people talents. And when he gave them talents, he, he, he expects a harvest. He is, expects a return. So for there to be a harvest and a return, there has to be, you know, watering. There has to be, you know, making sure that you put the investments in the right place. You put the talents into in the right place. And surely, Brother Branham, you know, many things that he did, it's not all because he was a prophet. He was also a sincere man. And, you know, there were people at the tabernacle praying for him, fasting for him. And before he'd go pray for the sick, he would fast and things like that. And that's where God wants us to be, to have the prophetic eye, to, to look at things spiritually, not just to be casual, to say, well, I think I'm just going to get this job. Or I think I'm just going to try to speak to this girl. I think I'll just buy this car. I mean, to take everything prayerfully. Not, I, I don't mean to be religious, no. I mean, being allowing, yielding to the Holy Ghost, that the Holy Ghost might have the preeminence and and walk with us. That's what he wants us to do. Remember that man who was dying. The prophet says, remember where Jesus Christ, where you left him. You will find him where you left him. Praise be to God. Luke chapter 8, verse 10. The Bible says, and he said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to others in parables, that seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Hallelujah. So the prophet uh, Jesus Christ was saying that you disciples, to you it has been given to understand the mysteries of God. So it's, 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 it's given to us to understand the mystery of the rapture, the mystery, the Paul says, the mystery of the going away, the mystery of our translation, to know that in the moment, in the twinkle of an eye, we shall be changed. We have received the shout. We have received the trumpet that is gathering us together. And one day, you know, we are all going to be raptured. We are not all going to sleep. But in a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, we shall be changed. And because of that, I will not defile myself with the world. I will not marry from the world. I will not uh, defile myself through programs. Remember, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were a prophetic class. Though they were in Babylon, yet they remained undefiled. They were principled. They stayed true to the word because their superpower is their identity. Our superpower is our identity to know that I am a Jew, I am a Hebrew, I am a son of God, I am a daughter of God, I am a member of the bride of Jesus Christ. And if I kneel down to pray, God is is bound to answer. There is no special person that is able to take our prayers to God. As the bride of Jesus Christ, every member of the bride, you have the power, you you have the capacity to pray. And and, and the prophet says prayer is the greatest weapon, is greater than any nuclear warhead that can ever be created. When you kneel down to pray, then things happen. Praise be to God. The prophet says, people believe you to be a seer. You should teach. He's talking about a conversation that he had with a certain uh, lady. And uh, this isn't just, just one more time, Lord. Since people believe you to be a seer, you should teach the women how to get spiritual gifts and leave that and leave that goal. I said, how can I teach them algebra when they don't even learn their ABCs? So in other words, Brother Bram is saying that these people, I cannot teach them spiritual things because they are not even qualified to have those things. They, they are not in this prophetic class that we are talking about. So you, my brother, that know the ABC, you, my sister, that know the ABC, the prophet says you are a candidate of interacting with the angels. You are a candidate of 
uh, 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 interacting with the supernatural. You are a candidate of seeing visions because the prophet says, I will, the Bible says, I will pour out my spirit upon your flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall dream dreams. Hallelujah. And, and the Bible says that, you know, the young men shall see visions. And the prophet says, the reason why sometimes we don't see visions is because we don't stay long enough on our knees. So the supernatural is not just something that we say, oh, Brother Branham did this. The Holy Ghost has to continue, you know, in the book of Acts, you know, in the church, in you and me. So we are that prophetic class. We know the ABCs. Therefore, we have to get the algebra. We have to get the strong meat, the bones. In the message countdown, the prophet says, what does it represent a spiritual age, a spiritual time to where God's going to have spiritual astronauts? Amen. They are here right now. Hallelujah. Makes me feel good living in this age. So we are spiritual astronauts. We are in this age where, you know, we are not earthbound, but we are heavenly bound. Remember, there was the horse and buggy, and then there was the automobile, and then there was the aeroplane, and now we are in the, uh, and then now there is the rocket. So that's your uh, justification, sanctification, the restoration of gifts, and now the, the open word, the Holy Ghost. So you find out that these first three, the horse and buggy, the, the automobile, and, and the aeroplane, they can go very fast, but they are earthbound. But the, the rocket, it goes beyond the atmosphere. It breaks, you know, the stratosphere, all the spheres. I don't know what they call them up there, you know. And I, and I was doing some research why a rocket, the difference between a rocket and, and an aeroplane. You know, I mean, I mean there, there's, there's a lot of difference. But I mean, the fundamentals is that the rocket, when it launches, it launches at, at, at a speed which they call the escape velocity, which means that you have to launch in, in at that speed for you to go out of out of orbit, out of out of space. If you if you if you do not launch with the right speed, you will still come back. Like the aeroplane, it can go up, but it will still come back. But the rocket, it has to launch at a certain speed for it to go up, 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 and up. And I I thought we are in this astronaut age. And we are believers. There is a speed that we have to launch. Because, you see, how we begin would define how we will end. Hallelujah. And the prophet says, when you see that a bullet misses by a mile, usually it's how it is zeroed, where it, you know, where it starts from, right? So it, it matters how we start. Because many times it will determine how, it will determine how we finish. Praise be to God. And the prophet talks about the Hebrew mothers how that when they were giving birth to their children, they were, uh, you know, they were under inspiration to say Ephraim, which means by the shore or by the coast. And you, you find Joshua placing Ephraim right there. You know, the Hebrew mother would say Judah or Manasseh. The, the names at their birth they were placing them in the promised land, and they were also being blessed prophetically where they will be in the last days. And you read Genesis chapter 49, when Jacob was blessing the tribes, he was also prophesying of where they were going to be in the last days. Hallelujah. And he says, come unto me, my sons, and I'm going to bless you. I'm going to tell you what you shall be in the last days. And he says, Reuben, you are unstable as the water. You shall not prevail because you crept in and you defiled your father's bed. And he says, Judah, thou art whom thy brethren shall praise. And unto you shall be the gathering of the people. And the scepter shall not depart from you, your feet until Shiloh uh, comes. And he says, Joseph, you are a fruitful bough. And, you know, and, and, and Moses comes along in Deuteronomy and he blesses the tribes you know, in a slightly different way. But he also places them in the last days where he says this, 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 this tribe shall dip in his feet in oil. Hallelujah. So, so it's, 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 the, it's the prophetic, it was a prophetic family, the tribes, the patriarchs. They lived, they, they walked, and they, 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 their life was, you know, it, they walked by inspiration. Hallelujah. So that is what we are as the church of the living God. 
We might not have like natural tribes like Judah or, or Ephraim, but spiritually we are also like in the same way where it's we are positionally placed from our birth, you know, the way we are born. How did you come in? How were you baptized? Because that will determine how you are going to be in the last days. That will determine how you are going to be. If you came in by a handshake, if you came in the message because your father was hunting with the prophet, if you came in the message because uh, someone gave you uh, the gun of the prophet, then you are going to have a problem. But if you receive the Holy Ghost, if you receive the revelation, then you are, you are bound to come out right. But if you say, oh, well, my father was an elder, my father was, was this. Remember, God has no grandchildren. You have to have your own experience. So how you are born, you determine how you are going to finish. When, 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 when Judah was born, he was positionally placed. His name means praise. Thou art whom thy brethren shall praise. And he was the king. Remember, when, 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 when David slew uh, 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 the Philistines, they were singing. Uh, Saul killed a thousand and, 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 and David killed ten thousand. They were praising because that was the inspiration of his name. And we find in the last days, or we find you know, in the drama, in the opening of the seals, that the lion of the tribe of Judah, you know, everyone, people cast their crowns down to the lion of the tribe of Judah. Praise be to God. Revelation chapter 20, verse 6. Let's read a scripture here. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. Hallelujah. So Paul is saying that blessed are they who are part in the first resurrection. So the first resurrection, it's it's it's, it's for the bride, it's, it's for the prophetic class, it's for a special group. And then the last, the second, the, the, the first resurrection is for the bride, the prophetic group. And then the last resurrection is called the general resurrection. That's where you find everyone coming up in this the resurrection of, you know, judgment. But Paul talks about, you know, attaining to the first resurrection. Let's read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 35. The Bible says, Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. So a better resurrection is the first resurrection. It's a, it's a glorious revelation, uh, resurrection. It's not for everyone. It's for a special group. If you, if you don't believe this message of the hour, if you reject this word, you see, the chances are you come up with the general resurrection, you go through the tribulation and you, do, you miss the millennium, you miss this marriage supper of the lamb, you miss all the good things and you come up with the general resurrection and you are judged by your works and you and the prophet says you you, you rise in the, in the body that you sinned with if you were, if you died with you know disfigured with all the tattoos in your body and all these things, that's how you are going to rise you know and you'll be judged in that body that you, you sinned in by the bride of Jesus Christ. And and I don't want to be in that group. I know some will enter in. But the, the Bible says that he shall separate as the sheep from the goats. We read that in, this, in the seven church ages. I want to be in this class that comes up in the first resurrection, the class of Enoch, who was designing the pyramids, who was writing about the pyramids. You know, he, he, he was in that prophetic class. Sadducean churches, the prophet says, we now face the question as to why they should be given eternal life at the judgment. Since the, the epistles seem to conclusively point out that one must possess the spirit of Christ or perish. Though it seems thus, we must not discredit the words of Jesus Christ who pointedly set forth that there are some found in the book of life who will either receive life before the general resurrection or after it. Paul does not evade this truth for the most clearly clearly says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 11, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. That's what Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 8. And the prophet explains. Now, this statement is most peculiar. We all know that we are all going to be in the resurrection, whether we want it or not, or we will be resurre resurrected. So Paul could hardly be saying, if any means I might attain to a resurrection of the dead. The truth of the matter is, he is not saying that. The literal reading is, if by any means I might attain 
to the uh, to the out resurrection from among the dead. Hallelujah. So Paul is, is was trying to attain the the resurrection, the first resurrection, which is the resurrection of the bride, the prophetic class. Let's jump uh, to Genesis chapter eighteen, verse seven. Uh, this slide, the prophet says, the Bible says, and the Lord said, shall I hide this from Abraham, that that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. So God says, I shall not hide this from Abraham, because Abraham is the father of this prophetic class, because Abraham was a prophet. Isaac was a prophet. Jacob was a prophet. Joseph was a prophet. You know, because God himself is a prophet. Praise be to God. And, and most of his children, I don't mean like dispensational prophet, but there is an element of the prophetic in them. Joel chapter 2, verse 28, the, the Bible says, And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit Upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. The outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Matthew chapter 13, verse, verse 16. I'm, I'm hurrying up now. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, and you have not seen them, but and to hear those things which you hear, and you have not heard them. Blessed are you. That's what Jesus Christ said. For your ears they hear and your eyes they see. For many prophets and righteous desired to see this day that we are living in. John 8 verse 43. Why do you not understand my speech even because you cannot hear my word? Jesus Christ speaking to the Pharisees says, you cannot understand my speech because you cannot hear my word. You were not ordained to hear it. And he says, uh, 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 John 3, verse 3, the Bible says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless you are born again, you cannot understand the message of the hour. You cannot understand water baptism. You cannot understand serpent seed. You cannot understand uh, at the stage of a perfect man. You cannot understand uh, the pyramid message, all these things, unless you are born again. You must be born again if you haven't been born again. If you are born again, God bless you, you are in the prophetic class. Now the prophet says here in the seventh seal, I'm just going to jump this slide and go to this one, which is my last slide. The prophet says in the seventh seal, and that what I had in my hand was a little baby's shoe about that long. And I had the string was about a big round as my finger about half an inch and the eyelid of the shoe was just about this size. You know the story, I'm going to paraphrase. You know, he was seeing the vision where he was trying to, to lace this um, in little baby shoe and he couldn't do it because it was too big. And the angel told him that you cannot do that because you cannot teach Pentecostal babies uh, 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 spiritual things. And he says, these things, they are not for them. He says here in paragraph 298, and the voice said, you can't teach Pentecostal babies supernatural things. Now, let them alone. They are not in this prophetic class, in other words. And, and just then he picked me up. He took me up and set me way up to where a meeting was going on. Looked like a tent or a cathedral of some sort. And I looked, there was a little box. And then goes on and on and on. And he says that and this will be the third pool. You, you won't tell anybody about it. And in, in, the, in, in the Sabino Canyon, he said, this is the third pool. Praise be to God, the opening of the word. So we have received the open of, of, of the word, the open Bible, because we are in that prophetic class. Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for making us part of this prophetic class. And Lord Jesus Christ, uh, making us, Father, candidates of the rapture, being able, Father, to, to see things that are happening around us, knowing, Father, that these things, it's not just uh, the rise of feminism, it's not just the rise of all these things. We know, Lord, that there are spirits behind. And because, Lord, you have given us eyes to see 
and Lord, ears to hear. We are so thankful for that. I pray, Father, for your children, for those that are seeking the Holy Ghost to receive the Holy Ghost. And Father, I also need the Holy Ghost every day. I want a touch every day. Father, those, Lord Jesus Christ, that are struggling, help them, Father. Those that are wounded, Father, heal them. Because, Lord, we know that a wounded soldier is still a soldier. And Lord Jesus Christ, in the battle, Father, many are scarred. In the battle, many are, um, are, 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 are harmed by the enemy, but they are still your children and they are still soldiers. May you restore them, oh God. May you touch those that are sick. And Father, we pray for our pastor, Brother Barry, and his family be with them, Father, wherever they are. And Lord Jesus Christ, bring them safely back to us. We commit everything into your hands. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for watching. Uh, see you again on Sunday. Shalom.